This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast where we ponder and proclaim the Sunday Mass readings. And today is the Sunday of all Sundays. It is the Sunday of the Resurrection of the Lord, Easter Sunday. We have just experienced the Triduum, this long extended time of prayer in the church during Holy Week as we slowly come to this Easter Sunday. And I really hope that you've had time to take advantage of your local parish and your community in the Holy Thursday, Good Friday and Easter Vigil celebrations and services. And now we come to Easter Sunday. I want to greet those of you who are joining us uh, through the Hail Mary Media app, who might be listening online, or who might be watching on the YouTube channel, Faith Moments with Dina Marie. Greetings. And please subscribe to whatever venue you're listening or watching this on and share this with friends and family. I really pray that each and every time we come together, each and every time that someone listens to the word of God, it convicts their heart. It brings them closer to Jesus. If, if that's what happens today and one soul we can snatch away from Satan on the way to hell, and we can bring that soul into the bosom of Jesus through the loving arms of our Blessed Mother. Praise be Jesus Christ. And so we turn this broadcast over to our Lord. Okay, the readings. We've had so many really rich readings. And what's really beautiful about Easter is we're going to get a, a taste of it today with Easter Sunday. And then every day for the 50-day feast, we are going to hear accounts from the Acts of the Apostles. And, you know, I've mentioned this many times. I'm an adult convert to the Catholic faith. So I came into the Catholic Church in my 30s and I didn't know the liturgy, the readings particularly of the church. And so it's been beautiful over these years to have this time, a really lengthy period of time to really get into scripture and to be able to hear the accounts of the early church, to hear Peter and what happened with the apostles following the resurrection of Jesus. And so we're going to hear from the Acts of the Apostles today. I want to begin with the entrance antiphon that can be proclaimed at the beginning of the Easter Sunday of the resurrection of the Lord. There are two different options here in my book 
from the Word Among Us, and this one comes from Psalm 139. It's beautiful. The entrance antiphon. I have risen and I am with you still. Alleluia. You who have laid your hand upon me. Alleluia. Too wonderful for me, this knowledge. Alleluia. Alleluia. And what did we hear? The Alleluia is back. The Gloria is back. We are back to celebrate the life of Jesus Christ. The collect to open our mass today is this. Let us pray. O God, who on this day, through your only begotten Son, have conquered death and unlocked for us the path to eternity, grant, we pray, that we who keep the solemnity of the Lord's resurrection may, through the renewal brought by your Spirit, rise up in the light of life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Our first reading comes from Acts chapter 10. Peter proceeded to speak and said, You know what has happened all over Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. This man God raised on the third day and granted that he be visible, not to all the people, but to us the witnesses chosen by God in advance, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins Through his name, the word of the Lord. Our psalm, Psalm 118. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Israel say, his mercy endures forever. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Our second reading comes from Colossians chapter 3. Brothers and sisters, if then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above 
where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, your life, appears, then you too will appear with him in glory. The Word of the Lord. In the celebration of Easter, we have what's called the sequence, and that comes right before the gospel acclamation. Christians, to the Paschal victim, offer your thankful praises. A lamb the sheep redeems. Christ, who only is sinless, reconciles sinners to the Father. Death and life have contended in that combat stupendous. The Prince of Life, who died, reigns immortal. Speak, Mary, declaring what you saw wayfaring. The tomb of Christ, who is living, the glory of Jesus' resurrection. Bright angels attesting, the shroud and napkin resting. Yes, Christ, my hope, is arisen. To Galilee he goes before you. Christ, indeed, from death is risen our new life obtaining. Have mercy, victor king, ever reigning. Amen. Alleluia. 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 Christ, our paschal lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us then feast with joy in the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Today's gospel reading is from John chapter 20. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran. But the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is such a beautiful celebration, and I want to reflect on a couple of things looking at, well, just mentioning again, the Acts of the Apostles, and I'll probably be spending more time in these weeks of Easter talking about the Acts of the Apostles. And we learn so much about how the early church responded, how Peter and the apostles responded to the resurrection of the Lord. They need God. They need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And they're still still infants, so to speak, but but Peter makes it clear in this last sentence of this account we hear today. To him, all the prophets bear witness 
We see that the prophecies have been made true. Jesus said that I am the fulfillment. I am the fulfillment of all the prophecies. And Peter says to him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. This is so important to know the love of Jesus, to receive forgiveness and to be contrite in your sins and to know that Jesus gives freely that forgiveness through the name of Jesus. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. That should be on our lips every day, every day of the year. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. On a side note, we were just in, in a big box store the other day. And one of the women who works at the store, she had the vest on that showed that she was an employee and, and she just was beaming. And this was right before Easter. And, and I just greeted her and she greeted me. And I said, you're just so full of joy. And she said, this is the day the Lord has made. And you know, you're in a secular environment, you know, we're in a store, a home appliance store, whatever, and you never know who you're reaching out to, but don't you always want to praise the name of Jesus? And she was just filled with joy. And I said, amen, sister. I said, you're filled with joy. And, and, you know, Jesus it's Easter coming up and we're so grateful. And she just praised the name of the Lord. And, and here she is working and, and working hard and she couldn't be more joyful in encountering people and just praising in her own way the name of Jesus. And I thought, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this woman. Thank you for this woman's witness. May I also have that witness when I'm out in public that I praise the name of the Lord. Let us rejoice and be glad. In the short, this is a short reading from Colossians. This is where I want to focus a bit in, in some other reflections I have is if then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above, you know, the resurrection of Jesus takes us, takes our eyes off of ourselves, takes our eyes off of our circumstances, of the world, of the tangibleness, uh, and, and this is all going to go away. All the things that I own, all the things that I'm working for, all the things that I'm doing, it's all going to go away. But the one thing that will never go away is God. Jesus will never go away. God's love is forever. And this reminds us to seek what is above. What are you focusing on? What, what are your eyes? What is your heart? What is your attention focused on? Is it on your problems of the day? Is it on the predicament of the day? Whether that's something good, like the birth of a new child in the family or a marriage or a new job, or the sunshine is coming out and we see the glory of spring, or it's on a tragedy, the headlines, cancer, divorce, problems in the family. It's raining again. Where are our eyes? Where's our focus? And this reminds me as we look at the resurrection, that Jesus takes us upward. Yes, we do the duties that are called to us in our vocation, and we must do those with love, with charity, 
with the virtues, with the grace that God gives us every day. Yes. And we live them because we're onward Christian soldiers marching to heaven. And we have to keep our eyes on the Lord, on what is above you know, and we'll hear the account of the ascension of Jesus and the apostles still want him here. Yet Jesus is going to remind the apostles. He reminds us, I can't stay here. I'm going to send you what you need. What you need is in the Holy Spirit. Think of what is above. The Holy Spirit enlightens our mind, enlightens our heart, gives us the knowledge, the wisdom, the patience, the fortitude gives us what we need to be gifts of blessing and grace to others with the grace that comes from Christ above. So what's our focus in your daily lives, at work, raising families, retired, volunteering? Are you focused on the news and the war and the courtrooms? Or are you remembering that your eyes must be on Jesus. I keep that crucifix because our eyes must stay on the crucifix to know that pain and suffering was for me. And yet it's through that. I don't stay there. Christ takes me with him. And he says, give me your sins. I've heard it said a couple of times, the only thing that we can give God, we can't give him anything We can't do anything special for him. Oh, Lord, look at me doing this service at the soup kitchen. Oh, look at the money I'm contributing to this work of mercy. Oh, Lord, look at all the... No, we can't give any of that to him. You know what he wants? He wants our sins. He wants that guilt, that recognition of when we've sinned. He wants us to give that to him and say, I am so sorry. And I want to never do this again. Lord, please help me in my sinfulness. He wants our sins. That's what we can give the Lord on Easter. Give him your sins. Give them to him. Don't take them back. Don't take back the sins that you have confessed. Give them to the Lord and do everything that you can by the grace of God. It's not because of your great wellness that you can sin no more. But Jesus asks us, sin no more, pledge, make sacrifices, have penance to say, Lord, I choose to sin no more. I want to share two things with you. One is a couple of reflections out of this conversation with God, in conversation with God, and this extends into the Easter season. And there is a beautiful just reminder of what this Easter Sunday is all about. And we can get caught up. I know I can. And the beauty, you know, the beautiful music, we see the lilies, we see the church, it's all fragrant. And we have the sprinkling rite of baptism. And and we may have an Easter brunch or family or friends gathering afterwards to celebrate. But let's remember Easter. And it says here, the glorious resurrection of the Lord is the key to interpreting his whole life and the ground of our faith. Without the victory over death, says St. Paul, all our preaching would be useless and our faith in vain. Furthermore, the guarantee of our future resurrection is secured upon the resurrection of Christ. 
Because although we were dead through sin, God, full of mercy, moved by the infinite compassion with which he loved, gave us Christ. And he raised us with him. Easter is the celebration of our redemption and therefore the celebration of thanksgiving and joy. Amen to that. The fact of the resurrection is the supreme argument for the divinity of our Lord. Let's repeat that again. The fact of the resurrection, the fact, the historical fact is the supreme argument for the divinity, the divinity of our Lord. After rising by his own power, Jesus glorious was seen by the disciples who were able to ascertain that it was he, that they were able to talk with him. They saw him eat. They saw the marks of the nails and the lance in his body. The apostles declare that he manifested himself to them with numerous proofs, according to the book of, the, of Acts, and many of these men died testifying to this truth. I want to also just share a quote from Jose Maria Escarva. The resurrection of Christ is a powerful call to be light and to carry the light to others. This is seeking what's above, not doom and gloom and worried about all of the rain showers in our lives. No, to be the light. St. Jose Maria Escrava says, our task as Christians is to proclaim the kingship of Christ, announcing it through what we say and do. Our Lord wants men and women of his own in all walks of life. Some he calls away from society, asking them to give up involvement in the world. Think of our brothers and sisters in monasteries and cloistered nuns. So that they remind the rest of us by their example that God exists. Think of those convents and monasteries in places all over the world. These men and women of faith, these consecrated religious, remind the world, the world that is turned away from God, God exists. Our life is a testament to that. I think of the beautiful monasteries and cloistered communities in our own Pacific Northwest. As radical as it is against God in many ways, no, these beautiful men and women of faith show us God exists. Jose Maria Escrivas goes on, to others he entrusts the priestly ministry, but he wants the vast majority, it's most of you and for sure me, to stay right where we are in all earthly occupations in which they work. The factory, the laboratory, the farm, the trades, here on YouTube, making a podcast, the streets of the big cities, and the trails of the mountains. This is where the Lord is calling us. He's calling us just in our daily lives and what we do in marriages, as single men and women, as students, working in the world, whatever that might be. Be the light of Christ. I want to close with a prayer that we are invited to pray in the church now for 50 days. Instead of the Angelus prayer, which is the beautiful prayer of the Annunciation, 
which we pray throughout the year. During the season of Easter, we pray a prayer called the Regina Chaley. And I'm going to close with this prayer. Pray with me. Queen of heaven, rejoice. Alleluia. The son whom you merited to bear. Alleluia. Has risen as he said. Alleluia. Pray to God for us. Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad. O Virgin Mary. Alleluia. Because our Lord is truly risen. Alleluia. Let us pray. God of life. You have given joy to the world by the resurrection of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through the prayers of his mother, the Virgin Mary, bring us happiness of eternal life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May you have a blessed Easter season. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.